0: Hey guys, welcome to From Miles Away, a completely student-run podcast, where we tell personal stories from students all over the world. We all go to the same international boarding school, and boy do we have some stories to tell. So So stay sustainable, open-minded, and give our podcast a try.
1: Hello, and welcome to the new episode of From Miles Away, today with a very special guest. May you introduce yourself?
0: Hello, yes, um, this is Gritong from Nepal.
1: And I'm Sison from Germany. And... Both of us we go to the same boarding school the UWC as we said in the trailer So this is kind of how we get to know each other and yeah, why are you here today?
0: So um, I was asked to do this um, Talk and it was it was interesting for me because I was planning maybe I could share the story that my grandma used to tell me it was one of those bedtime stories Mm -hmm. and um, um, Looking at my Buddhist uh, upbringing, um, this was one of the most um, important stories that I was told by my grandparents, like it has been passed on from our family Um, but it was uh, first said by Gautama Buddha himself, um, Siddhartha Buddha, Um, so it's like uh, this Buddhist story.
1: Okay, and was it an everyday thing or was it just like a story reserved for special occasions?
0: It was an everyday thing, you know, like um, so whenever my mom's not around my grandma would put me to bed and she would tell me stories, but the most often stories I would hear is this one, and it's the most memorable one that okay. I can tell So remember. what is it about? Um, it's about having four wives.
1: <laughs> okay, that sounds kind of strange.
0: Yeah, it's true, but like, um, it does make sense. Like once I tell you this, once I start telling you the story, it'll start mm-hmm. making sense slowly. But it's true that, it's true the fact that we all have four wives.
1: All of us. All of us. Every single person.
0: Every single person. Even
1: if we're not aware of it.
0: Even if we're not aware That's of it. It's oh, our yeah. inherent birthright. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, so yeah. Do you want to start telling it?
0: All right, so um, this begins. So there was once a king who had four wives. <laughs> there we go. And then one day the king got seriously ill and he was on his deathbed. But then he was afraid to venture into the afterlife. And so he asked his fourth wife whom he loved the most and then because he always brought her gold diamond and elegant clothing and he treated her the best with all the possessions he could provide her and he asked her would you die with me and go go with me to the afterlife and then the fourth fourth wife replied um, saying sorry that she can't do that and she walked away Um, but then he turned to his third wife and then he also loved his third wife very much. He was very proud of her, and he would always show her off to her, his neighbors, um, to other kings and other kingdoms. So he called on his third wife, and he asked the same question: "Would you accompany to me? The, would you accompany me to the afterlife?" Then the third wife replied that she loved her life too much, and that she cannot go with him. And also, she said that, "Oh, after you die, I'm gonna, I'm gonna remarry." Um, And then there was a second wife. So the second wife, she was always there with him. She has always been there for him in the times of his need. And now he asked her that if she could accompany him to the afterlife. But then the second wife, she was very apologetic that she couldn't help help him this time. Um, That all she could do was arrange his funeral and that make sure that um, his transition is smooth from life to afterlife. But then at the end, a voice called out, um, and it said, I will leave with you and follow you wherever you go, even if it is to the afterlife. And then the king was surprised. He looked, and then it was his first wife. Um, And he was really embarrassed because his first wife was the least he took care of among all the Mm -hmm. wives, and he never paid attention to her. Um, So he was embarrassed, and he regretted and said to her that I should have taken a better care of you and given you more attention when he was alive. So basically the moral of the story is that we all have four wives, right? And um, our fourth wife is our body. We like to decorate it with nice clothes, sexy hairstyle, nice jewelry. So but the, the one that he loved the most. The ones that we love the most, yeah. yes. But in the end, they cannot follow us hmm. to the afterlife our third wife is our possessions we spend so much time gathering it money our assets our cars our house our guitar our dslrs and um, but in the end they can't follow us also to the afterlife and it's going to be given after to other people after we die and then it's going to be divided yeah. um and then just like i said the third wife who was who was saying that oh she's also going to remarry after he dies um so that is what the third wife represents, the possessions that we own. Um, the second wife is slightly more important is that the second wife represents our friends and family. Though they are always there with us in our time of our needs, they can't follow us to no, every transition. Mm. So, after the after, when we transition from life to afterlife, they can only manage to arrange our funeral mm. and be there with us during that phase. Okay. But they can't go there with us. Um. And mainly, and lastly, our first wife, which represents our soul. and Because we neg- neglect taking care of our soul. Mm-hmm. And it is the only thing that will follow us to the afterlife. And that is basically the main moral of the story is that it's the first wife that we always neglect to take care of, yeah. and it's our soul. And it's the very soul that gives us everything, you know, in life. The very energy to live, to do things, the passion.
1: I mean, it's true. We Most of the time we spend our time thinking about what other people think about us, so our possessions, mm-hmm. so the third and the fourth wife, our buddy, mm-hmm. like our appearance, what kind of friends we have, our surroundings, and we don't really go to the inside. We don't really think about our soul. Mm-hmm. What would you say, what could we do to ca- take care of our souls?
0: Um, you know, it's it's more like, um, it's more in order to take care of our souls, rather than hearing a loud opinion, it's mm-hmm. about A silent realization when you are with yourself and that is when uh, listening to your soul happens it's when you start listening to things that can't be said or like things that aren't usually said and it's always said in silence
1: so you mean meditating would help yes like building a connection to our soul Mm
0: -hmm. and meditating not as in like oh just getting into a yoga position or like uh, (laughs) sitting like Buddha and then like just focusing on breathing like anything in our daily life can be meditation as mm-hmm. long as we are in touch with ourselves like doing the dishes can be meditation reading a book can be meditation as long as you feel like you're in this phase of where you feel uh, relaxed and quiet and then you're not controlling your thoughts but then rather you are observing
1: your thoughts okay in peace so you can only do it on yourself that like you can only do it alone no one can help you do that yeah no one okay yeah. because some people they are kind of distracting themselves mm-hmm. by um, surrounding themselves with so many different people and just being busy all the time, mm-hmm. so not really focusing on their souls. Like, what can happen if you don't take care of your soul? Is it the same as a king in the story, where he kind of realizes at the end of his life that he didn't really take care of it?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I always like to believe like there's a happy ending if there is an ending to things, right? Um, but the worst that could happen is only the feeling of regret. And then even the feeling of regret is just a feeling, yeah. which can be overcome. But um, there's so much more than than just acquiring the feeling of regret we can overcome, and like we can um, we can become, and like we can we have so much potential to do to do and to feel and to grow in so many different ways. That yeah, like feeling being able to feel regret at the end of the stage would be the last ditch option
1: to take. and how often do you personally take care of your soul then you personally have a feeling that you get in touch with yourself
0: mm. I'd like to think I do it every day at least yeah. so right right after I, right after I wake up I I always like stand in silence for like at least one to two minutes mm. just to like recollect my thoughts and my everything and my feelings and emotions that are like bouncing off in my head and before going to bed so I have this really I think it's a good habit to journal every every day and so that i can like go through my day and uh, just revise what i did and how i felt and just reflect
1: just reflect yeah i think that's really important just in silence yeah that's a really good idea actually yeah but um like is this the first time that you're sharing this story yes
0: yes it is the first time i mean i i I usually don't even share this story to my friends also
1: because it's really personal probably yes it is personal but
0: then like there is no like there's no matter of fact, like, it's, there's no concern with privacy about it, but rather like, I've never felt the need to share sure, it. Yeah, but now as, as the year gets more busy and people are more stressed with like, just little, with signs, exams yeah, with exams up. and everything, we forget to um, enjoy the little things in life, mm-hmm. the weather, the sun, um, just like seeing animals run run in the, in the dry zone yeah, just yeah. the little things.
1: Just like really appreciating the small things in life. Yeah, I think that's a really, a really good takeaway from the story. Just to reflect on yourself, to focus on your own soul instead of, t- like, rather focusing on what other people, how they perceive you, because mm-hmm. in the end, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we all have four wives from the beginning. Do girls also have four husbands? Is it the same?
0: It is totally the same. It's I mean, totally you can, same. you could reiterate it as just like girls having four wives. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just symbolic at the end. It's like, just yeah. symbolic, yeah.
1: But why do you think? Why did they talk about wives? Like, do you think they mm-hmm. chose the symbolism just because if you married, you're supposed to stay with it the entire life, like with your body, your possessions?
0: No, actually, because like back in the day in Nepal, you were actually allowed to have four wives. Like oh, really? Okay. <laughs> a lot of wives, and yeah. And I think uh, it was pretty clever way of like describing four different things, and by describing the four different wives that yeah. King would have.
1: Yeah. But do you think it was a mistake from the fourth or the third or also the second wife to sort of not follow him um, to the afterlife? Like I mean, of course they represent mm-hmm. something else, so um, like their representation they couldn't do that. But do you think the wives in general, did they like do something wrong by not following him into the afterlife?
0: Um, well, uh, I didn't really like, as a child I would always hear this story, but we would never question it, you know. Mm. and. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, like it would it was ne- it would never be the fault of like the wives, like, yeah. symbolically the wives, um, because um, they are just inherently like um, a reaction, let's say, and we can't we can't can't blame the reaction for just reacting. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah, it's it's a product of what you are. Um, that's why. Yeah,
1: really good. But would you say that um, the wives should have behaved differently or is it that the first wife, um, because he was like the youngest when he married her probably, that he just didn't appreciate her as much?
0: Mm. You know, like, so... mm.
1: Tough question. (laughs) It
0: is, it is. And, and you never like you never like question the anecdotes that you always mm. hear, you know. And um, because the wives, they were never the uh, main object of the story. It was the king, and the wives were basically like let's say the the sub characters. Yeah. And they were never given the central role, in why they never had the agency to like to take actions or like this and that. They were just given it. And I mean, it would be interesting to like hear like why, yeah, um, the wives chose to make certain decisions, but. Um, but i i'm I, I for sure don't have the answers
1: yeah. <laughs> but did your grandma then also explain to you the meaning like what the four different mice stand stood for or stand mm. for or was it just the story and then it was up for interpretation for yourself
0: i think it was more as the second as you described more for interpretation for ourselves and uh my grandma we could say that she was just a messenger and she was just was passing on the message that was passed down to her mm-hmm. without um, adding her own interpretation or, 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 or her own agenda or like whatever mm-hmm. she wants to put down uh, on me, yeah.
1: But would you say that in the end this is an interpretation that is like generally... Um, yes, just, it's it's the, just this is the
0: most general interpretation you can okay. have, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, but it's a really good takeaway story. Like I think um, in Germany, at least, we have this uh, book, what we call it, Strobelpeter, and it's just really scary bedtime stories. Um, like, looking back at it at this time, I didn't think it was that scary, but right now, looking back at this, it's just totally terrifying. So mm-hmm. this is a way better story to sleep in. Yeah. Oh,
0: and I think, I think I would like to hear the German story once. <laughs> <laughs> no, now but like, um, it would be pretty interesting to like, see how like the, the stories, like the childhood bedtime stories yeah. differ, like, from country to country. Completely different. Yeah. Maybe we can have
1: another episode on that one too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But it's a really good takeaway to focus on your soul. So thank you very much for joining this podcast. Mm -hmm. It was a great lesson.
0: Well, Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. Thank you.